Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. You get it for the money. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hi, Brendan. Hey. Hi. Hi. What? I mean, we're sitting a safe distance apart right now. Yeah. Um, we are taking precautions. We want to stick with you through what's going on. We'll be recording remotely if necessary. Mm Hmm. Um. We talk through our psychosis in the pre-show, but we're here to get into the the nitty-gritty of it all. We're here, and one thing about Corona, protect Joy Bear at all costs. She's taking a week off The View next week just to be safe. She doesn't have it, but she is 77 years old, so she needs to be protected. Yeah. Um, also, speaking about the Patreon, we released earlier this week our first... DC recap episode, mm-hmm. which going into the episode, I I didn't know I would be so delighted. Going into our recap, I didn't know I would be so delighted. And I think those who have already subscribed have enjoyed the experience thus mm-hmm. far. I can't wait for it to continue, and as we can't wait to continue it as well. Right, like I've said, I think on Twitter and also maybe on the actual recording that we did. Real Houses of DC is, if you've seen it, better than you remember. And if you haven't seen it, better than you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, And something I learned this week, too, is that when you become a Patreon member, there's a little link, like the RSS feed, Mm -hmm. that you just copy and paste into whatever your podcast player of choice is. And it'll just pull the episodes as they go live, much like this regular episode. Perfect. So that makes it so easy. for You don't have to go hunt it down on Patreon or anything crazy. Great. Uh, but let's get to what's going on. Brendan. Can I talk about... Okay, so... Yeah, talk about it. I think Sunday night is when it aired. I didn't catch it live. Yeah. But Family Karma on Bravo, the new Bravo show, is... One of my, like, fave first starts. All right, so for, give sell, sell us all on it. So it is, a, it is a show about a group of friends in Florida. They're all Indian American. Yeah. And it's about their lives. And then it's also about their families. Mm. So you, like, get confessionals and stuff with their parents. They've all been friends for decades. Like yeah. their their parents, I guess, were friends, and so like they all became close because of that. Yeah, they're all gorgeous. Okay, um, and it's just like interesting dynamics. There is one gay man. There's an 
a really attractive gay man um, who has a boyfriend. There's stuff about how his family came to accept him after not accepting him when he first came out. Yeah. Uh, it's just like really well done and a good first start for like one of those shows. And I rare, I rarely go off housewives. You know what I mean? Sure. Like we did Vanderpump rules in summer house cause they were like spinoffs of housewives yeah. essentially. But like I rarely go and I decided to give it a shot and it's great. Yeah. I was going to, but we had like a bad case of the scaries on Sunday night here. So, we, so did I. We, we were not ready to meet new people. Uh-huh. But maybe if we are going to be home for a little while, mm-hmm. it might be the perfect time to welcome new people into the home. Definitely welcome new people. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, we also have been keeping up with Drag Race. And we hinted to this last week, I think. About scandals going on. Well, we recorded before the shit majorly hit the fan. Yeah, yeah. At this point, Sherry Pie, who has now been disqualified, Mm -hmm. had not been disqualified when we recorded last week. Right. uh, Upon allegations of... It's really even hard to, like, categorize what it is. It's, like, sexual predation, I think, is what people are saying. Yeah. And, I mean, like, the... A lot of the news reports are just calling it catfishing, but when you actually read the story, you see that it goes far beyond that. Yeah. It's not just like, here's a different picture of me. Right. The normal catfishing story. So like a little, just a little, I guess, what happened was Sherry Pie was posing as a casting director and, but... She herself, like her actual person, was telling her friends and acquaintances to reach out to this casting director via email. And that turned into this casting director basically swindling these people into sending videos of themselves doing all sorts of things. A lot of sexual stuff. A lot of literally injecting steroids. Yeah. um, Like just tons of stuff. And then it turned into other stuff with like this fake casting director directing these people to like masturbate in front of Sherry Pie like tons and tons and oh, tons of Oh, I didn't of, know that part. Yeah, and I think I like I think the best way to get your head around um knowing about the story is two things. There was a BuzzFeed piece, but then um friend to the show Evan Ross Katz on his podcast Shut Up Evan just had one of the victims on at the top of his most recent episode yep. it's the peppermint episode if you're looking at your feed and they did they went through uh this story in a really uh in depth way and in con- concise concise and in depth yeah. like you could like figure out what's going on cuz it's ahead of the peppermint full episode interview which was also great yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I just think watching the episode on Friday night after all this happened was such an interesting thing. How did you feel? It, it almost felt as if someone went back and edited it to be worse, worse. than you would have thought. Yeah. It felt like almost every moment with Sherry Pie had something that could, looking back after knowing all the allegations, could be just like looked as skeevy but at the same time it also felt like the producers and rue loved sherry pie back then which of course like there's no fault to that well i guess fault in terms of like how do you even how do you screen your contestants right i don't know how you do that and from the sounds of after hearing evan's interview with the person it was very it sounded like the person went to authorities at the time, but were yeah. told that they really had no case or standing. And I don't know really how that looks as far as like a producer would looking into that in those records and that kind of thing. Well, there know? would be no record. Right. So, and, and like, uh, I do want to just say, say from the perspective of like someone who has worked in criminal law, I'm not sure. especially if part of the crime occurred in New York, mm-hmm. what crime you would be charging them charging sherry with right sure it's like difficult it's not like a run-of-the-mill situation yeah so watching the episode was super it sucked <laughs> it, yeah it sucked because of that and it's going to be just like interesting to watch the episodes going forward i wonder if they're going to edit the episodes 
again. Yeah. I mean, they had no ch- they had no time to do yeah. the one. They that made the on decision Friday. like on Friday, and then the episode aired on Friday. Um, but I think it's also important for the other contestants on the show to like give it a try and like watch. You know? Yeah. I mean, I m- my perspective, and I I kind of uh. I'm taking this cue from other people who are covering drag race as well is like, I don't really want to focus on cherry too much other than right. this initial setup of discussing what happened. Uh, Cause there are amazing people on this show mm-hmm. this season. I mean, that first episode was stellar across the board. Yeah. And this past week's episode, like in love with rock, uh, rock mm-hmm. in love with Jan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised that I liked Aiden more than I thought I yeah. was going to. I think she did really well in the performance. Yeah. Um, Jada, hello, yeah. was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the other queens on that episode were great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, it was... You think episode one is stronger. I think episode one, everyone was amazing. I think episode two, it was more up and down. Yeah. Who's the queen from the House of Aja? Dahlia Sin. Love Dahlia too. I liked I liked all of them but Sherry to be honest. But I, I don't but, know. I mean would you have felt the same way if you had not known all this? Mm. I guess like a good measure of this is like if you're a Nina West fan like she's kind of giving you what like a Nina West would give you. Sherry? Yeah. She's like a kind of more polished Nina West in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's like um, if Nina West was a New York queen, essentially. Right. So we're going to have to watch the show with her in it. Yeah. What I'm, sucks is like, okay, they announced she's disqualified. It essentially impl- like implies that she makes it to the end. Right. To the top four. The top four. Right. Which sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hopefully, I mean, my hope is that they edit out a lot of the talking heads. Yeah. And it's like, only... Like, only include her when it's 1,000% necessary. Yeah, I mean, her, the episode she was featured in, she was the Bethany, Top. like, she was the narrator. Right. Yeah. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Wow. Okay, let's move on to some stuff that's going on in the news. Like, this is kind of a light news week, because obviously <laughs> there's a lot going on in this world, so it's not like yeah Housewives News is top of the headlines. Uh, but... We are neither of us are keeping up with the Mass Singer, but we have seen clips. Um, last night's episode, we saw Sarah Palin saying singing "Baby Got Back," which is just like why. So I how come how come they never put disgraced Democratic um, politicians on any of these reality shows? Do you know what I mean? Like, like it, who? It's always like Sarah Palin, Sean Spicer, Rick Perry. Yeah. I can't think of like... Oh, like um, like an Elliot Spitzer. Right. Or something like someone or like a we- that. Or Anthony Weiner. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, what Anthony Weiner was, did was like really bad. Yeah. But I mean, like we don't, we don't ever see like any of these like yeah. losing Democrats go yeah. on these shows. I don't know. Uh... I also really don't understand. Was it? Did Mass Singer premiere after um, the, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Yeah. How Are we on like another season right now? <laughs> well, the Super Bowl was only was in November, right? I mean, not November. Oh my god, February. Like yeah, the beginning of February. We're only in March right now. I know. And but- don't they do like? A few, like a group of performances, a group of performances, a group of performances. I don't think it's that many different groups. So for us to, okay, what we're getting at is essentially last night, some, a night angel, I think (laughs) that's what they identify as, performed and it was clearly Candy Burris. Right. Um, and you think, and you think that this is below Candy? So I think it's like, I think it's great for Candy, and then like it also makes me a little bit sad too. I think that weirdly, you know how some of these reality shows like the talent dwindles down and like gets sadder. I think the opposite is happening for the Mass Singer. Oh I yeah, think yeah, yeah. 
it's only becoming more okay for kind of bigger stars to join. But like for this iconic candy performance to occur on the same night that Sarah Palin is getting kicked out is like not the great combo that I'm looking for. Right. But like, I mean, like when you sign up for these shows, yeah. isn't the premise also is like they don't know who's on their cast with them? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would even go as far as to say I can't even see how they are interacting with their castmates much. They aren't, I don't think. Yeah. So I think it's all kept very, very top secret, right? Or at least that's what they try to tell us. I mean, I don't believe Nicole Scherzinger for one second. <laughs> uh, okay, no, so I, I like it for her because, like, Candy can get a check anywhere she goes. Like, she really, like, is only collecting checks ever like she yeah. gets picked for everything she gets every spin-off she wants yeah don't check for her unless you do have a check for her oh god uh <laughs> so that's like what makes me feel good about this but wait what makes me feel bad about this is i wish it wasn't music related because i feel like it it um she's gonna have to like prove tarnish herself it, tar- a little it like tarnishes like her career a little bit and then also like, her- but like, haven't there been like huge musicians on this? Yeah, but like, I would like so Candy, her her success in music is really as a writer and producer. Mm-hmm. It's not as a singer. So this should have been the masked writer, the masked producer. <laughs> uh, so I would like, and I would like her to get in the studio making hits for the kids. Well, she made Ed Sheeran's But she didn't. I know, but he stole. Yeah. It's not the song I like that she did, right? That, that, like, from last night? No, no, no. The Ed Sheeran song that I like. No, it's, uh, I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh, no. I like Castle on the Hill. Yeah. Castle on the Hill. As a young Irish man. It makes me feel nostalgic for a British childhood I never had. Wait, is he British or Irish? British. British. I can confirm a thousand, thousand percent. Yeah, okay. He yeah. just looks like a fucking leprechaun. Okay. Shout yeah. out to Connor. Uh, uh, Happy St. Patrick's Day no, to Connor. No, it's, it's sad. It's getting canceled around the world. Good. Well, it's the day Good. still exists. Yeah, yeah. We can celebrate in a different way this year, I guess. Wow. Okay. Um, and, okay, let's talk about this. Okay, <laughs> let's talk. The Beverly Hills Housewives trailer and season, like... It's been buzzed about all around the internet. If if you were tuned <clears throat> into uh, Housewives Internet, you know the season premiere is supposed to be tax day. Tax day. You know what I? You know what happened? I think. I think something appeared on Hey You. Mm. The like. Yeah. Hey you. The like. We smoking them all. Hey you. <laughs> <laughs> the platform that like yeah British all... people use to watch. Reality European TV. people, I think. Yeah, yeah, European. I think a screenshot appeared that said that The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was premiering on April 15th. Yeah. That's where it appeared. Yeah. And so we're over here on March 12th. And but, where's the damn trailer? But I think there was also... There, there was that, and then there was a rumbling of a trailer this week. Right. And I do think... Bravo would maybe not put the trailer out because of everything's going on. Right, but we need fucking... We need something we need to a distraction. look forward to. I mean, are we looking forward to Beverly Hills? <laughs> no. I am because I want to meet Garcelle and I want to meet Sutton. I do want to say... Um, what's, Sam Greisman, uh, son Sally of Field's son. Sally Field did tweet at Andy saying... Release all of Roni. We need it during quarantine, and it, and he was like, "I'll look into it." Good. And Andy is famously Sally's neighbor. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Like, listen, Bravo. Imagine just, living in that building. No, no, imagine us like getting like a Love Is Blind drop of maybe like we get fr- we get like the first eight episodes. The next week we get another eight episodes, and the following week we get the final. No, I don't want that for them. I need the entire. I need to have the entire season. I need multiple appearances on Watch What Happens Live. I need like I can't. But are we going to be watching What Happens Live in this economy? I've been watching What Happens Live. I don't, no, no, I don't mean like as watchers of the show. Like, 
Who knows? Is the show going to be airing next week? Yeah. We don't know. Uh, it, it will. I mean, Come Through Queen will be one way or the other. But Watch Women's Live, you can't count on that. It's a whole studio, a whole production. We're just two schmucks with some scotch tape <laughs> and a microphone. Where's the scotch tape? It's down in the junk drawer. You're being very doomsday right now. But no, it's no, okay. No, no, no. I, everyone should take proper precautions. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think these these major corporations who are running these shows mm-hmm. are looking into every aspect sure. and taking care because like bottom line, if something bad happens, it's a bad look for them. So they're taking all the precautions and I think we'll mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. I think we'll be watching what happens live or I think we'll be watching what happened like a few weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's take a quick break here from a sponsor. And then we'll talk about our shows. And now, a word about our sponsor, Best Fiends. Brendan and I have been playing Best Fiends for weeks now, and we just can't get enough of this puzzle game where you match three or more of the same color, all while building your team of these cool bug characters in order to take down the enemy slugs. I'm at level 68 now, what is great about this game is that it never gets old. Just last month, there was a fun Valentine's Day event, and now the lucky leprechaun hunt has begun. I'm trying to add leprechaun gene to my team by completing all these challenges. The game updates monthly, so there's always something new and interesting going on. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Hi, everyone. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) With Atlanta. Um, Grease Lightning. Why why could be Grease Lightning? Uh, Well, before we get to Grease, we have to to get our bearings because we are getting divorced. Sad. Uh, on the heels of the charity event, we get a class. It, it was very uh, Potomac, the ladies learning about Michael Darby. Mm-hmm. We get cameras not quite up yet for Eva's confessionals. Loved that. Like We get the tippy top of her head and then the cameras turned down. That also just like... The timing of confessionals is something I'm always so fascinated by. Mm. I love thinking about it. Well, for her, I think it was like prime time because she wasn't going on the trip and she's about to have the... She actually has the baby while they're on the trip. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's get a few in before you're you're gone. Right, right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. If they're not lying to us and it was actually filmed around then. Yeah, they could be lying. They could be lying. Uh, but... Well, no, we would know with her. She's pregnant. I know, but you can't like tell if she's given birth or not given right. birth necessarily. But we got Candy and Cynthia going over to support Kenya. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, Candy going over there definitely feels like she's going to work, <laughs> like, <laughs> and not going to go support a friend. Oh, one thousand percent. It doesn't feel like <laughs> like she's just going there to like clock in. She barely knows this woman. <laughs> or cares for her. I know. But like, but she has cemented her role as like the neutral figure that will meet up with anybody. There's so many windows in that house. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, like... More manor. It's like on display, on display. And it's in the middle of the woods. Scary. Yeah, kind each of, every right? day. Hopefully people aren't like sliding into their neighbor's uh, driveways like you did. Stop. Yeah. I never got feedback from that from that story for my sister, actually. Oh, maybe she's tuned out. No, she tunes in every... Oh, good, good. She told me my voice sounds more mature. Mask? I guess. It's like your voice at the bank. <laughs> oh, my God. At the bank. <laughs> Not at the bank. I witnessed Dan at the bank this weekend, and I will say, mask for mask. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> It's like he's like Mayor Pete or something. Just because you were like my little lady who, the, who like the banker would not speak to. I, I wouldn't speak to the banker. 
Yeah, it was like I think it was a two way street. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dan refused to say the words "come through Queen" out loud and spelt them. <laughs> well, call it out. Uh, I mean, it does have like a, a unique spelling, so I was helping him. C O. All right, enough. <laughs> There's been enough drama. Let's get back to the drama happening in Atlanta. Okay. Uh. I forgot that this was a Kenya plan, a Kenya co-planned trip. Yes, yes, yes. So that makes it especially weird if she doesn't come. And she, we don't think she's coming at first. But we go and hang out at the curb, your favorite curb, where you came out of the closet. Well, it's a different curb because I didn't come out of the closet. The international curb. Okay. Yeah, you came, came out, out of the domestic. Came out domestic. Yeah, and I didn't come out on the curb. I came out in the parking garage. Oh right, <laughs> you were like within, like less than a mile from where they were. I would say like fifty feet. Yeah, great. Uh, so we're all hanging out there for a while, and I'm like wondering while we're hanging out there, who's coming on this trip? Right, because everyone decided to come out of their cars. And how is this allowed? Because when you're dropping people <laughs> off at the airport, they're like, "Scoot." Aren't especially they? especially the Atlanta airport, they have people walking up and down with whistles. Yeah, making you scoot. And making you scoot. But I mean, like, they're filming a TV show. I guess, like, Mar- Marlo's nephews don't have to sco- scoot. I know. I literally thought they were coming to Greece for a minute. That would be fun. I know. It would be, like, a new thing. I mean, if the babies are coming, why not? I mean, Diane and the babies Ms. coming. Is... I mean, Ms. Diane could take care of the nephews, the babies, everyone. Yeah. Reminder that Miss Diane is the same age as Ramona Singer. Ramona Singer. Two peers going on a housewives trip. Uh, okay, so we so we everyone gets there except for Kenya. Mm-hmm. And then we have some in flight antics. I think what Kenya said implied that they had to transfer and she got a direct flight. Right. So that's how she was able to catch up. Nice. Wow. But then why wouldn't they all get the direct flight? This is what's not, wasn't making a lot of sense. To because me. they don't book their own flights. So then Kenya did book her own flight. No, the producer. It's this is called producing, oh, honey. Oh, oh, oh. Am I being stupid? Yeah, of okay. course. The producers made it so Kenya didn't show up at the airport, and they think she's not coming. But uh, then get her a flight that makes them arrive at the same time. Wow. That is production. Wow. I feel so stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so she arrives. Baby and nanny in tow. And um, the bus dynamics are not great. Yeah. Because Kenya doesn't want to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And Nini and Marlo are salivating. I love when Nini and Marlo are salivating. Especially Marlo. Marlo Moore. But except Marlo is being nicer to Kenya than Nini is. Right, but like... That's only because Kenya is giving it back to her. Yeah, Marlo will do this thing where she is nice, but still is like loving whatever drama is happening. I don't know. It's this different dynamic. Whereas like Nini completely shuts off sometimes. Like Marlo is always open. Yeah. That's what makes her a good mother. Yeah. A, A good Monty. A good Monty. I think that's what they're calling her these days. Uh, okay, so we get to the villa, which God bless for them staying in a villa. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to say, you did bring up production. This felt very poorly produced. Yeah, the way this was like explained how they were going to choose rooms was like so weird and so confusing. Yeah. I mean, they ca- they came up with games that weren't games. And then there was, like, an eating garbage contest. <laughs> I know. And then, like, I just don't know. I have no idea how Tanya went from, like, having a good room to having a bad room. It just seemed stacked against her. Well, in my brain, it was like, oh, you contractually are going to get the windowless room. Right. Like, the worst one in the whole villa. Mm-hmm. Also, why does this villa have a windowless room? <laughs> I know. Can they just like build a window? I wouldn't mind staying in a windowless room. It's not like we're in New York City, baby, with like facing a brick wall or something. Mm -hmm. Just build a window. Well, maybe it was facing a brick wall. There's walls in Greece. I know, but they're not in 
the metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. But like the beautiful... house probably like faces into itself, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at least Tanya's like along for the ride. Happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Love to see her. Love to see it. Um, yeah. So then we, one of Cynthia's punishments, I think, for getting a okay room is that she has to do the dishes, which was really weird because <laughs> it doesn't seem as they're getting this meal cooked for them. I think. Right. It's just like always varies in like how much like how many what on what trips they have people helping them out and not i feel like new york always has a staff in the house yeah i wouldn't mind washing the dishes i like washing the dishes there's something like fun and especially on on vacation when you're like reflecting Mm. and you can like talk to people and like i don't know yeah i mean i'm usually the cooker so i I usually get relieved of that. So you make the mess. Yeah. Just leave it no, there. No, but I'm a good mess maker, though. L- let me tell you. I'm putting away the spices as I'm done using them. Wow. I'm putting, Civilized. I'm putting the unused groceries back into the fridge. I'm trying to make everyone's life easier. That's what the cook does. The uh, I don't think the cooks are... And there are the cooks... The cook puts back their materials. No, there are some cooks who do not. They're, those cooks are pigs. Well, and you shouldn't get any special laudation just because you put back the spices. Hello, <laughs> doing the dishes isn't putting back the spices and putting back the ingredients. No, but it's cleaning. I think doing the dishes includes cleaning the counter, wiping down the stove. Normal, normal, sure. Yeah, and then if a spice is left out, nope. So the, you're the cook does that for themselves. <laughs> In my household, guess what? Yeah. I have to do all of it. The cook and the spice. The cook and the clean. And the clean. And putting the spices You mean back. like in your home? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's why I said my household. Yeah. Cause, well, because you're cooking for yourself. That was the... The joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's the gag. <laughs> that took so long. Listen, uh, we're in difficult times right now, Brendan. I told you you kept on bringing it back to I know. Corona. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. So, Cynthia, before going to go wash the dishes, hopefully not put away any spices, she says, um, so, Tanya and Candy, I want you to go like cut the baklava. And Marlo, I want you to go over here and then... Kenya and Nini are going to have a, what was the word she used? Like a fellowship. Yes, a fellowship. (laughs) And Kenya skedaddled. So are we, I was more on Nini's side. I think that's the, I think that is. The point, Yolanda? I think that's what the world feels. Yeah. Just like, come on. What are we not going to talk about it? Let's do this. You're on the show. You already secretly got married. I know. At least like don't secretly get divorced. Pick one. I know. Uh, yeah. It's like Kenya can be such great reality TV, but it is only if she is an arm's length away from like her actual story. Right. Yeah. It's she makes good reality TV with her like antics humiliating other people for the most part. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. And Nini's... She's not exactly the same because she like will show things in her life, but she's kind of similar. Well, I want to contrast what's going on here with why Potomac was so good last season. Okay. There were good guys and bad guys for Potomac last season, but everyone was there to play. Right. Here, like, no one wants to play. And you gotta play. I know. It's like they all have gotten... They're too big for their britches. Too big? For their britches. For their britches. But it's like, like I said before, it's like, with Nini in particular, and she wasn't the bad person this episode, but with Nini in particular, it's like, Ryan Murphy isn't writing you checks right now. Yeah. He's not putting you in Feud Season 2. He's not putting you in American Crime Story. Yeah. Like, he forgot about you after Glee. Yeah. Oh, and that other show, The New Normal. The New Normal. But that was, like, 2013. Are we still getting the Bill Clinton American Crime Story in the fall? 
I think they discuss pushing it because they don't want it to impact the election at all. I don't. I feel like I'm not sure they're actually pushing it. I think it's been mentioned that they might. Might. Okay. But who I knows? would love to see Beanie on the small screen. Beanie on the small screen. Monica Lewinsky is producer. Oh, she is. You didn't know this. That's the point, Yolanda. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Am I? Just... That's what makes this like okay. It's oh, not. Okay, ju- yeah, yeah. It's not just it's another not, thing yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's exploiting the situation with yeah. while being she rude gets to a Monica check. Lewinsky. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like she gets a say and a check and a check. Yeah. Great. Good. Okay, that's Atlanta, right? That's Atlanta. Let's let's go get our Kentucky muffins. Oh my god. And also, like, with Vanderbump Rules, it's like, we spend so much time defending Kristen Tootie, and then she does us like this. Okay. Is she indefensible this episode? She's not indefensible. She's just, like, on one. She's on one, but it's like, you can't be on one during your friend's wedding. Yeah. It's just, like, not appropriate. Although, I, I gotta say, like, when she was fighting with someone, and then Brittany was like, oh, no, they're fighting... I was, I was like, if someone was fighting at my wedding, I would be like excited about it. The girls are fighting. <laughs> I'd be like, wait. Do you want me to start a, just start a fight, fight at your yeah, wedding? Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is happening in the aftermath of the murder mystery, which like I love an antic, but like this felt so. It felt like, you know what it felt like? It felt like they planned this and it didn't end up paying it off so we only got it for two minutes yeah and to me i was like there's too many people there's too many people for a murder mystery when the guy introduced himself and then it was like a crowd of like yeah 20 30 people i was like no you need you need like eight people uh so this is the funny thing is though that's it's probably people who went to those people are probably people who went to like tish or like really emerson or like some like big theater school and then like end up taking a job like that in Kentucky. You don't think they're Kentucky like residents? No, I think that the way the like acting They world... ship them in? Yeah. But what but they could be like part of the Kentucky Castle. I think it's more likely repertoire. I think it's more likely they ship they ship them in to work at the Kentucky Castle and that's what they do. They don't ship them in for this one event. Yeah. It's like it's like people who go to work uh-huh. at like dollywood or like on a cruise ship it's like there's like this circuit of people they probably auditioned for it in new york and then they get then they go live there i would think the cost of trap oh but they live there yeah oh okay i thought you meant they were literally shipping them in i was gonna i was gonna no 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 no, the cost of travel would like make this no what i'm saying is that like there's this circuit of jobs for people who like like, come live here for nine months yeah who recently graduated from like a pretty good school they audition in like new york and then they go live there they go live on a cruise ship i want to say Edie did not recently graduate right (laughs) true good point uh okay but we're so so then like while we're at this party i'm slowly realizing like we are on a bender yeah (laughs) right well i mean like what i want to know how many days are we before this wedding okay so i i think this is still the day we got there okay and then we have another full day pre the, the hangover day the hangover day but it's also a bender day yeah, we're drinking during the day. And then, so what was strange to me was Jax decided to sit out, like, I think after the murder mystery, we went into. They went out. They went out, but he stayed home. And he was like, I'm doing this, like. Me and my dad. Me and my dad. We're going to hang out. The ashes are there. It's like. So... But like, that would have been. The night to go out and then you sit, then you are sit with less your dad crazy the, the night, night before actual... the wedding. Right. But instead, he was drinking shots out of ladles. He reversed. He reversed it. Like so dumb. Well, I mean, like obviously, he's so dumb. Yeah. Okay. As so, somebody who yeah. has a dead dad who ha- was in a situation interacting with ashes, would never do what he does. Well, I mean, leading up to this, he was just carrying around the ashes in a box, I think, mm-hmm. and now we're putting it into this like wooden contraption this fancy thing yeah uh 
outside of the show, Jax has been losing his mind, and I haven't even like been interested enough to really catch up with it all. It's all about Tom Sandoval. It's basically. all about Tom Sandoval. There's something, something about Ariana Maddox's brother not being an, beautiful enough for Tom Tom. There's an allegation that Tom <laughs> Sandoval said that Jeremy Maddox does not have the right look for Tom Tom. Jeremy Maddox like put a comb through his hair. Arguably, arguably like the most attractive guy of the bunch. Put a comb, put a comb through the hair. I saw the picture that you're talking yes. about. You're still wrong, but I get it's not. But your point is that he. Is attractive enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put a comb through its hair. Arguably the most attractive is like a stretch though. No offense. I mean, who are you looking to? I mean, put a comb through any of their hairs. Like, Jax? (laughs) Well, see, that's like, Jax is on the upswing right now. But like... Tom Schwartz? Put a comb through his hair. Put a comb. <laughs> Have you ever had a comb through his hair, though? Um, even, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, we got Hangover Day. Rand shows up, and it's like the mayor's there. But then Lisa Vanderpump shows up, and it's like... The mayor's there. The queen is the, the, the queen, queen is of there. England is there. This whole, like... She was able to swing it after the funeral, right? Pre-funeral. Pre-funeral. Because the funeral got delayed a week? Weird. Um, while we were watching this, we were like, okay, so Lisa, despite being the producer, so she gets paid on that end, she's pretty much forcing herself into every episode, so she gets an acting check as well. And because if you're not on screen, you're dead, right? Yeah. Like, what happens... It's like the Joan Rivers thing. It's like she kept on taking jobs because yeah. what happens if you don't? Yeah. You're irrelevant. Yeah. But the whole conversation, and I think we do get a, the whole conversation with the mom, about the mom, mm-hmm. and you're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like Jack's not sucking it up and inviting his mom shows like him not reconciling with his mom before his wedding shows like both of their characters, right? It's just like not good all around. Yeah. I mean, you have so many people there. It's not like you and your mom are going to be holding hands the whole time. Just invite her and let her be there. Yeah. Or no, even more than that, like make a point to make up with your fucking mother before you get married. You psycho. Yeah. And make up with your son before he gets married. You psycho. Yeah. I, I, I mean, everyone's a psycho here. Yeah. Yeah. But put a comb through their hair. Put a comb through their hair and they're, they're good to go. <laughs> right? Uh, so we got onesie night. We got Kristen's, Kristen's boob, boob on display. Each and every day. Each and every day. We got Bo really trying to live for the applause with oh semantics. So I think we're like, we have now moved past Bo, right? We're in a post Bo society. Um, I think we thought he was charming. Charming, but someone called. I think someone in the Facebook group called him a grifter, and I think that's what yeah. we've got here. Yeah, God bless. Unfortunately, uh, we did lose in this greater conversation one owner of the Katie Maloney Barn Grill, Katie Maloney, <laughs> as the new queer icon, the Bubba Duke. <laughs> Do you say Bubba Duke? Well, because like she's Bubba. Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> so rumor has it in the Kentucky Castle, if you poop during a full moon, the Bubba Duke will appear. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> God, my- You're proud of that pre-rehearsed joke that you wrote earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Joan, Joan Rivers once say, write a joke, it'll last longer. Uh, Do you ever think about how, like, Joan Rivers died in 2014, 2014, right? Yeah. 2014, 2015? Sure, sure, sure. And by then, she was already starting to, like, go off the deep end with, like, her, like, jokes. And, she has always been off the deep end. But, like, way off the deep end. Well, no, no, I think, 
so I think she's always been off the deep end. I think the the goalpost has been moving. She with the her jokes about like Michelle Obama by that point it was like yikes. Um, maybe I missed that, that joke. <laughs> and then like she died and now everyone's like oh, that's okay. Yeah, and like everyone like talks about how great it would be around, be if she was around now, but I don't think people realize that she probably would like be a Trump supporter. Hello, no. hello. He gave her her like big comeback. No, kind of. I feel like. I feel like she was saying negative things about him during the birther stuff. I do think so. Okay. I like let's circle back on that. Wasn't she actively appearing on his show during the birther stuff? I hope because like after she won, she would then come on other celebrity apprentices and like yeah. But I think we only had like one, maybe one or two post birther celebrity apprentices. Okay. Needless to say. Her rants on Celebrity Apprentice when her daughter was kicked off is still one of the most iconic bits of reality television. We are, I think we're going to need to do a Patreon deep dive of that episode just for fun. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And one time me and Dan Spence, (laughs) the entire night at the Boston Eagle, stomping around, (laughs) hobbling around, chasing each other around, (laughs) reciting. Pretending to be Joan and Melissa. (laughs) Reciting. Those words to the point where our friends disowned us for the night. Yeah. Sad. But we'll, we'll save that for the deep dive. Uh, okay. Vanderpump Rules. I think, yeah, that we're just like, we're ending the night in debau- debauchery. Yes. And it goes, it would, it goes from like Brittany going, I really hope that Jax mm-hmm. didn't drink anymore and then cuts to like Jax taking shots out of ladles and then like pouring, continuing to pouring uh, his drink, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, New Jersey. Great reunion up. I'm glad we got the men out. Same. Because we got Danielle for next time. Right. Because normally the men come out third part, I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but Can I do we have talk? To... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What I was going to say is what was charming about Jennifer for part one became less for a second whole hour of it uh-huh. in terms of like you, we got to let people speak for a minute. I know she was jumping in like at every little thing. Yeah. And I feel like her and Jackie had the same fight like three times this episode. Yeah. They kept on fucking talking about that fucking birthday party. It's like, I don't, at this point I don't care. Yeah. I like pizza. I do love jumping back into Mrs. Miriam Webster. Mrs. Miriam Webster. Oh, fine stalker. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, I, the more I think about that moment from last year's reunion, when Jackie actually said that, Lauren Manzo walked so Jackie Goldschneider could run. Yeah. No, Alex actually watched the Lauren Manzo clip maybe one or two nights ago. Yeah. I was watching it the other day, too. Um, define napalm. Yeah. Spell napalm. Spell napalm. Define. She, she wanted, she says define. No, no, she wanted both. Yeah. She wanted a spelling and she wanted a definition. The sexual tension between Teresa mm. and Evan Goldschneider mm. is palpable. Yeah. Love it. And she wants, she wants a Jewish guy. And like, I don't, and I think Jackie was aware of it and didn't mind in terms of like, Oh, like you lusting after my husband could be like the thing that connects us. <laughs> it gives Jackie power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Caroline. Oh, there, there, I didn't know we were going to get so much Caroline this episode. I was very surprised by Teresa's. I was surprised by this entire thing and how it went down and Teresa's answers. Cause I thought after they did the commercial together, I thought it would be more like, Oh no, we're fine now. And like, we kind of like brushed things under the carpet. So here's my sick brain thinking about it. I think maybe they actually are kind of fine, but she's playing this up to like to tee up next season. But do you actually think that Caroline will come through, Queen? I think if the I think it's all about the money. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I and like 
people will say, I don't want to be a friend of because of the friend of money. Right. But whereas a Marlo Hampton is happy to be a friend of if she's getting paid more than an Eva Marcel. Right. They're taking care of Marlo. Yeah. So I, I mean, we've, this is probably the second or third season we're now saying this, but like, we're ready for a Carolina. I don't think we should say anything because I think we're cursed as far as like everything we like turns to shit. Everything. Barbara Kay. Yeah. Real Duran. Yeah. So. I think there's more on Dolores and Frank, which was interesting. Yeah, but I think I don't think it took us anywhere new. I think it was just kind of reiterating the same they stuff. They kind of both implied that they might have hooked up while living together. Currently, they it kind of went there, but it kind of ended. But it like sounded like it might have been like a drunken night on Frank's part, mm. or maybe both of them because she doesn't really drink, but sometimes she does. Maybe like drunk on formaggio cheese. Yeah. Oh my god, just her on the kitchen island covered in cheese. Wow. Uh, I mean, Bill was in good spirits. Mm-hmm. Great to see him. They talked about Danielle's sex tape. Oh yeah, that was too bad. That was. Ugh. And that oh this, that was another part with Evan. It was basically like Teresa saying she wouldn't watch a sex tape of any of the guys except for oh yeah, Evan. Yeah. Wow, love really did win during part two of <laughs> New Jersey reunion. <laughs> Okay, should we move on to Summer House? Yeah, Summer summer should be fun. And is fun. It's not that fun. Summer in the City sucks. Oh, in, like Summer in the City. That's why they are, the, the kids are running out to the house. I know. Uh, we do get a little montage of Carl and, and Kyle getting the Whole Foods account, to which I respond, where the fuck is it? I am yeah. there... Two or three times a week. You're at the one around here. Yeah. I myself went to the one in Columbus Circle over yeah. the weekend before we recorded some Patreon stuff over the weekend. And it wasn't there. Yeah. So, like, don't get too proud of yourselves quite yet. Someone did tell us, someone who follows us on Instagram did tell us that they found it at the Whole Foods Columbus Circle. I didn't. Yeah. Since then. But I, what, I did get to go peer over at Sony Morgan's apartment. Quick side note, and I, I I should have put this in the news. <laughs> someone, someone on Facebook that I'm friends with from elementary school, posted that Sonia Morgan, Sonia, Sonia by Sonia Morgan will be at the St. Joseph Hill Academy fashion show on Staten Island, like in a few weeks. Wow. I guess coronavirus pending. Like, and it was unclear whether she will be there or simply her fashions will be there. Okay. But either way, this is covered by the Staten Island Advance, the Staten Island newspaper of record. Nice. Um, so she's reaching out to all the boroughs to get <laughs> get the word out on the fashions. Great. I also heard she's selling her house for $10 million, the townhouse. The townhouse. Okay. Good for her. Is that a lot? I mean, I know it's a lot, but like for yeah, that property... Lot. Uh, I mean, I got I got to run the comps, see uh, what it's worth, but and you're living next to a parking garage. Yeah, so like easy parking, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how you got to spin it if you're selling it. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So back to the, the summer house kids. Um. So, a big moment at the beginning of the episode was. Lindsay was sad about Carl asking out the Barry's boot camp person kind of in front of oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said that you liked when Lindsay was sad in her room, all of the women knew to go. From da- from downstairs on the deck, they smelled something. They, and they grabbed a bottle of rosé. <laughs> and like, it was like, uh, I don't even know like the right description of this. It was like they were si- silently rushing to her side. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So they commiserate, and then we go to they're all pl- they're all doing a dinner, and it's like a potluck. They're all cooking something, right? Yeah. Um, and this is where we find out that Jules is the oh, heiress to some sort of chili fast food gold, chili gold star chili, and it's apparently a big thing in oh. Cincinnati. And uh, friends of the podcast P was texting us about it. Yeah. No, there's. 
not to bring it back to my own personal Facebook friends, but there's like one person that I've met like <laughs> maybe twice, one gay man from Cincinnati posting that like pile of dog food at least once a year on its Facebook feed. <laughs> and every time I see it, I'm like, <gasps> like, did you Google the images of it? No. Brendan, please, I implore you okay. to Google the image of it. Okay. It's the Gold Star Chili. I think it's called like Skyline Chili or something. It's like a bunch of dry noodles with like dog meat on it. And then shredded meat. And then like shredded cheese. No, it's French fries. What? This is French fries, this one. No. It's... Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah. It's you found spaghetti it? noodles with chili and a bunch of just cheddar cheese. But like not even not even mixed in, <laughs> just like perfectly piled on top of each other. <laughs> I would eat the chili fries. It's like just crinkled fries with chilies and cheese. That's good. That's good. Sh- sure. Well, you don't you don't get to have the sensation of chili topped with cheese. There's nothing better. Yeah, I, I love a chili. Okay. I'll top it with some jalapeno, some avocado, some cilantro. You're not a cilantro baby, are you? Like the person who it tastes like soap. Yeah. No, but I just don't like it really that much in general. Oh, hmm. So you're just like a maybe baby. I am the person who thinks it tastes like soap. <laughs> you're, you're discovering this about yourself. Um, Jordan's back. Good. And then Alex realized, I think we might have talked about it last week, how like Jordan filmed a date and we couldn't wrap our heads around who he was dating. Mm-hmm. It was Jules. And it was Jules. That, that like two, not even two minute scene of them in New York City dating. Yeah. So let's talk a little about their relationship. A beautiful, love did win here. Love can't get it up. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. the problem here that we're talking about. Yeah. And so another good part of this episode was also when the girls were having their girls night and they were, I guess they were playing truth or dare or something. Yeah. And the girls dared Jules to call Jordan and, uh, do sex, do sex, phone phone, phone sex. Phone sex. And she did. And she was great at it. Yeah. She's like, I want to feel you inside me. Oh my God. Brendan. And he was on speakerphone with all the guys and he's like, I'll get in an Uber. And she was like, no, I'm going to finish myself off. Oh, my God. Right here. Yeah. Um, okay. Luke inviting the Barry's Boot Camp girl. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. I'm Team Luke. I'm Team Luke. I would pick Luke. Right? Wouldn't you pick Luke over Carl in this situation? I guess your love? Yeah. Oh, if you're the Barry's Boot Camp girl. Uh-huh. I would... Pull Kyle to the side and be like, give me that lover boy, baby. Ew. Like, honestly. He's my favorite of the bunch. I've always, I've said it from the beginning. I know. It's just because you like blondes. Not re- really? Do I? You're marrying one. He's he's like a, like a rusty brunette, right? <laughs> Not rusty. No, rusty would be like. Like reddish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he's like a dirty blonde. I said you like, so is Kyle. No, Kyle's like a blonde blonde. Okay. He's like I a said, blonde ambition tour. I said blonde, and you use blonde. Okay. Um, what else happened this episode? Well, I mean, Lindsay was about to be activated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love her term, like, using the term activation, especially because she's in that world where, like, you know, like, media companies call, like, an event, like, an activation. Right. So, like, don't, you don't want to activate me. I know. Um, she looks like, like we were discussing that woman on Access Hollywood. Or Extra? I think it's Access Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Mario moved over, okay, right? Didn't okay, he? Sure, sure. I don't know. Um. Who originated in a real world, I think. Or in a Road Rules. Did she? I think she has, that's what Honey Mustard was saying earlier. Like, oh, I know her from way back when. Okay. Like, she's from something. She's from an MTV property. There is a woman who looks like Lindsay Hubbard is all we're saying. Yeah, that's the point, Yolanda. Yeah. Um, what else about this episode? I mean, just the fact, blessed to have Paige Sorbo back in our lives. It's nice, but I hate, I don't like her man. Only because he keeps her from us. Yeah. I did like Hannah's darker hair 
in the confessionals. Uh-huh. Where is this place that Hannah and Luke went where you go down a slide to get in? On the date that they went on? I don't remember the date. I don't like those gaming spaces for heterosexuals, you know? Like mm. bars with, like, games. Yeah. Where's the space that Hannah recorded her podcast in? Should we go there? The, with Drake why, Bell? A millennial icon. Yeah. But, I mean... He, he, he does not look like a millennial, let me is tell you. Is he related to Kristen Bell? Yeah, he's of the... Is he Drake and Do- Josh? He's heir to the Liberty Bell fortune. Is he Drake and Josh? Yeah. That was after our time. Definitely after your time, but after my time watching those kind of shows. Was pop sensation Miranda Cosgrove on that show? I think so. Maybe. iCarly? Was that iCarly? No, Drake no, but, and Josh? I know, but I think like she was like the... Like the nosy little sister. That was all Nickelodeon. Yeah, they were. Wasn't that all produced by that creepy guy? I always see Twitter threads about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up, Brendan. <coughs> there is a freak of the week. Why don't you tell us who the freak of the week? The freak is? of the week is our old friend oh. Elizabeth <laughs> Hasselback. Yeah. She returned. To she the, was Hasselback. She returned to the View <laughs> this week as a guest co-host in their first episode without an audience. Perfect. Because of the coronavirus outbreak, she basically said that one of – she praised the Trump administration's um, reaction to the coronavirus, which everyone, if you have – if you are paying attention, knows has been abysmal. Um, and then she also said that we should all pray. For, I want to see you praying. Which I'm not – I don't want to, like, diminish people of faith with that. I just want to say, like, we also actually need... To do things, too. ...scientific solutions for this virus. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. Someone who does have a solution. Our queen. A former queen. And she's back to <laughs> to claim her throne. Barbara Kay. Oh. Forgot about her? Well, oh, never. No. Never, ever. So this is from page six. Only in New York. Former Real Houses of New York City star Barbara Kavovit and her construction company have been hired to demolish Harvey Weinstein's old offices at 99 Hudson Street in Manhattan. The Hollywood Reporter revealed on Tuesday the Evergreen construction firm founder reportedly won the project from the office's owners, Olsham Properties, over three other male-run businesses. The 54-year-old, who appeared on season 11 of the Bravo show in 2019, as a friend of the housewives, said her company is taking down the walls, taking it down to the walls and building it anew, estimating that it will take almost 16 weeks to demolish and rebuild the former Weinstein Co. headquarters. She noted that about 50 workers will be needed for the job, and she is requiring 20% to be women. She said of the disgraced movie mogul's victims and accusers, this is so personal, emotional, and passionate for me because I feel the pain of those women. I've had a lot of Harveys in my life. She added, demolition is crucial for for starting over and we are taking it down to the bones. When I walk in here, I can feel the emotional ghosts. There were such brave women who stood up in that courtroom and faced Harvey. As we rip out the studs and use sledgehammers to tear down the walls, I feel like I'm doing it for them. Wow, Barbara. That's great. I love that. Um, Barbara Kay, always in our hearts. Yeah. The people's housewife. The people's friend. Yes. So that's it for this week. That's it. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you should go and check out the Patreon if you haven't already. It's at comethroughqueen.com. Uh, and what you can do for free if you can't subscribe right now is just run over to iTunes and leave a nice little review there. Yeah. Uh, you can go to our Facebook group, join the conversation. You can... Follow Dana IDK IDK. You can follow me at not Brandon. Don't forget comethroughqueen.com slash store. You get some merch. Connor was wearing some while our friend in Ireland while watching some reality television. What a perfect combo. What a perfect combo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week, babies. Bye. Bye. Come 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.